First ever episode of the Chief Pigum podcast. Pope's yeah. Chili Town. Yes. Bakeamawaytoys.com. That's yes. right. Three different Chief Wiggum references make up who the fuck we are. Did we uh, decide on podcast.bakeamawaytoys.com or bakeamawaytoys.com slash podcast? Uh, I believe it's podcast.bakeamaway.com. <laughs> bakeamawaytoys.com bakeamawaytoys.com you should probably get the uh, probably get the website address correct when you for a well, website most likely if you're listening to this you already have it yeah exactly we're off to a great start here anyway welcome to the Popes of Chili Town Chief Pigum we haven't decided on a finalized title yet podcast I'm uh I'm John Harrington uh with me today as and as always John Regan hello Hey, hey, hey. So, um, yeah, nobody really cares who we are, uh, but, you know, we're a couple of guys who wanted to record a podcast and goof off and drink beer and talk about things that we like, so that's, uh, that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit excited. I've, uh, I've never recorded something like this. I'm a little bit, uh, nervous, it's probably, and, and, and excited, and um queasy Gas- and, and barfy gassy gassy's in there it's gas isn't it it's gas <laughs> it's just gas exactly <laughs> yeah it's always gas now but, john uh, also did you check out the prototype uh podcast website i did uh all the images appeared broken on my computer so oh that's not you good. Know, that seems about in line with where we are as a podcast <laughs> you know a lot of placeholder text and broken <laughs> images so you know we're uh we're off to a off to a great start <laughs> the name of the podcast should be placeholder yeah. text <laughs> we are well on our way to the podcast hall of fame which i am <laughs> confident does exist mm-hmm. you know why wouldn't it so anyway uh figured we'd get started by talking about probably the thing that everybody who's alive did this weekend we went and saw the Avengers: Age of Ultron. I actually missed it. I saw Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Ah, I'm just no. kidding. I saw Avengers: Age. You got to stop making that mistake, man. You can't keep falling for that Kevin James trick. <laughs> All his movies are the same, man. He he, you know, he's fat. He falls over a lot. Rinse and repeat. That's literally his formula. Like it's you know. I would uh, like to see Kevin James fight Ultron. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, Kevin James had a place in this movie, maybe as like a <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, or, you know, I don't know, just innocent bystander who has to stand up to Ultron when Ultron's about to beat up Iron Man, who knows? <laughs> you know, regardless, it would have been hilarious, <laughs> and, yeah, it definitely would have had a place in this jam-packed two-and-a-half-hour non-stop thrill ride. Yeah. De- definitely would have been time for a brief aside with Kevin James. <laughs> Really, yeah. I think there's a formula. It's like you add Kevin James, you guarantee you just added twenty million dollars to your gross profits. Yeah, pretty much. As yeah. long as your movie comes out in January, mm-hmm. you know, if the movie comes out in January, <laughs> guaranteed success. As long as there is Kevin James and he falls over a lot, you know, add Kevin James to an Adam Sandler movie, you get 
a lot of success and a byproduct of a lot of gay jokes. It's good times. <laughs> Speaking of that, before we even talk about Age of Ultron, you know, uh, this was the first time that I've been to a movie theater to see a movie oh, on opening weekend. I thought you meant ever. No, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I've heard of these theaters. You know, I've seen them in the talkies, which I guess I would have seen that at a movie theater. Yeah, uh, the this, story, this story doesn't add up at all. This story's not going anywhere. <laughs> I read about these theaters in the uh, newspaper. Those don't exist anymore, right? That's newspaper is a folksy throwback to a simpler time. But yeah, uh, it's the first time I've been to a movie theater to see a movie on opening weekend in you know quite some time. I guess I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy back in August, uh, whenever it came out. But that was it was a Thursday night thing, and it was with a buddy of mine in Chicago, and we went to a really small movie theater. And you got to figure there's, you know, I don't know how many, probably a hundred movie theaters in Chicago. So, small crowd, pretty decent. This was one of two movie theaters in Tallahassee. Mm. Not great. Mm. Sunday night, you know, my wife, she said, oh, it's uh, it's the 6.30 showing, so maybe uh, since it's a school night, it won't be full of kids. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for a moment, I really was like, yeah, that adds up. <laughs> that makes you know, sense. This won't be sold out at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Turns out, it was sold out, and it was full of kids. And I've never, it's, it's also, Mark's the first time in a long time, that I've had to sit in the front row. The absolute oh. front row of a movie theater. <laughs> See, I had a way different experience. Um I saw the movie on Thursday. Uh, not on the midnight showing, though. It was like, I guess that, you know, they keep pushing the midnight showing back, right? To yeah. accommodate people? I think the where midnight it's like showing seven. is, uh, it's becoming like Black Friday. Yeah. Like, like you it's, know, it's Black Friday, but now it starts like Wednesday at midnight and goes all day <laughs> Thursday. So like, oh, midnight showing, the movie comes out on Friday. Yeah, you can go see it at, at like a Thursday matinee. Why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was my first time showing up to a movie theater like an hour before the movie starts yeah and getting in a line to get in, into the theater it's impressive and there so we get to the line and there's one dude in the front of the line and he's got like a macbook with him like open and he's on it and i didn't quite you know i guess maybe he's been there all day i don't i didn't ask him a lot of questions because i didn't you know want to talk to a guy don't who antagonize the nerd with a, the macbook yeah, who brings laptops the Avengers to the movie. movies who does that like is he gonna uh, guys who are gonna movie? write thorough reviews and go home and make homemade podcasts about it like, <laughs> yeah. let me just register my disgust across the world <laughs> but uh yeah so we were like um probably the like sixth or seventh group of people in line you know pretty pretty early and so we got to sit like right towards like the middle back of the theater it was awesome nice yeah yeah that would have been preferable uh <laughs> I think actually I can re- I can recall the last time I sat in the front row of a movie theater. It was also I think the last time I went to a midnight showing of a movie, and it was severely disappointing. And it's probably why I haven't gone to many midnight showings since then. It was uh, five years ago, and it was the midnight showing of Terminator Salvation, <laughs> the very very poorly conceived PG thirteen Terminator entry starring Christian Bale. And yeah, had to sit in the front row of that and look up at the largest screen in the theater. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was better than going and seeing the Avengers on Sunday night and having to sit in the front row because <laughs> it seems like if you're there for a midnight showing, you're the kind of like nerd that's going to be respectful and maybe like cheer for the big parts, but yeah. then be fucking respectful and not talk through the rest of the movie. Mm. You know, Sunday night, not the case. I yeah, I kind of knew I was in for trouble when there was a group of teenagers behind me, and one of them applauded the Fantastic Four trailer. Uh, yeah, but like I look back, I'm like, honey, we've made a mistake. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me! Like one <laughs> applauding a movie trailer, two applauding the Fantastic Four trailer. That's just that's a double whammy. That's not right. No, 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 no. Although, uh, we had a pretty good Thursday crowd, and they did applaud the trailers, but the trailers were like Batman versus Superman? Yeah, they I, didn't show that. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. That's that a trailer w- worth applauding to, and then, you know, people applauded during, like, the big punches and things like that. And, yeah, exactly. Um, you, know, you know, and I respect that. Like, you know, in the beginning of the movie, where all seven or whatever Avengers fly on screen at the same time, everybody cheered for that. Because yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally, all seven Avengers were on screen at the moment. Like, that's exactly what you should applaud. Yeah, speaking of all the Avengers on screen, I love that opening six? scene. How Whatever. everybody gave Captain America so much shit about his concern of language. And then, uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, I loved it. And I also love that nobody gave Tony Stark that much shit for creating a robot that wants to destroy the planet. Yeah, exactly. It's like Tony Stark can sarcastic his way out of nearly destroying the world. <laughs> you know, like, hey guys, you know, it's okay, I meant I meant well. It's like, yeah, well, Captain America meant well when he told you to tone down that commode mouth. You know, like, you're on a mission to, you know, find Loki's scepter. You know, you don't need to be cussing just because you got, you know, encountered some Hydra guys. But yeah, you know, create a robot that tries to, like, literally destroy humanity. And yeah, it's just like, hey guys, hey, please, seriously, I, 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 my bad. Let's go destroy it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we all, we all make mistakes. Exactly. That's just the power yeah. of, uh, it's just the power of being Iron Man. Being Some, the, you know, the star of the, uh, the most popular movie that formed these movies. Yeah. Sometimes you, know. you take a gamble on a fart, you lose. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you take a gamble on a uh, robot and you destroy the planet. Yeah, pretty much. You know, yeah. you just got to make sure. You know, the old saying goes: you got to make sure the juice is worth the squeeze. The robot would have been, you know, if it hadn't destroyed the planet, could have been a good call. Everybody would have been like, "Hey, yeah, you're cool, and you can cuss as much as you want now. You do your thing." You know, next movie, hard R, strictly because of language. You know, instead, no, we got you know. The Avengers flying all over the planet, destroying robots, and continuing to scold Captain America for language. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I loved uh, James Spader as Ultron. James Spader, you know, the only way it could have been better is if it was just the Avengers versus James Spader. Like, <laughs> you know, if he just were not a robot or had a humanoid face, you know. Or wore the hat that he wears in the blacklist as Ultron. That also would have been acceptable. The whole time, all I could think about was James Spader as Robert California on The Office. It was perfect too, because I, you know, I despise that character more than I even despise Ultron as a villain. Like, you know, I'm one of those guys that you know I enjoy the villains. You know, like the Joker in The Dark Knight, he was cool. You, you know, you laugh along with the villain because he's just so out there and sadistic. Same thing with Ultron. He's a wacky baby robot who wants to destroy the world. <laughs> 
Robert California on The Office. No. Despicable fucking character. <laughs> yeah, but so, like, the one the one moment that I keep thinking of is in The Office. Uh, James Spader's, like, final line of the show is like, You don't even know my real name. I'm the fucking Lizard King. And I wish Ultron said that. <laughs> that would have been great right before, spoiler alert, he got exploded. Yeah. Right before he the gets defeated. The vision goes to blow him up. And it's like, yeah, I'm not even Ultron, man. I'm the fucking lizard. Boom! <laughs> Movie over. Credits. Movie over. Franchise over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the whole thing. Done. Phase three, canceled. You know, no more of this Marvel shit. You know, they've got my movie going planned out for about the next 10 years. You know, I need to get my freedom back. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the movie was pretty great. I mean, what's not great about the Avengers flying around the Earth, you know, fighting robots? But yeah, um, trying to think of what else uh, it was about this movie that was great. Oh yeah, the fact that Hawkeye is, for some reason, the central focus of this movie. Yeah, you know, uh, I... Uh... Like, Hawkeye being such a focus, not a big fan. But seeing Lyd Cardinelli still get work, Cardellini. Cardellini. See, that's, yeah. you know. Uh, and just, you know, being content with the knowledge that Hawkeye is just, you know, it's like, all right, yeah, finish my mission. I'm going to go bang Linda Cardellini for a while. Like, <laughs> good for him, man. He deserves it. <laughs> like, he's the most vulnerable of all the Avengers. Yeah. You know? I, I like that <laughs> he, he makes doesn't fun have of himself at one point. Some hot ass wife to go home to. Then what is Hawkeye doing in that group, man? That is way <laughs> too dangerous for him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good for him. Odd that he uh, has a farmhouse that Nick Fury is also hiding in. Spoiler alert too. <laughs> um, oh, that you was should... another great part. The woman behind me when Samuel Jackson appears, which you knew he was coming. Mm. You know, they're not going to make an Avengers movie without Samuel Jackson. The woman behind me went Fury. <laughs> Like, literally said it that loud in the movie theater. It's like, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You knew he was going to be in the movie. He's been in the trailer. It's like, mm, Yeah. Can't take it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hawkeye was great. Uh, you know, there were some great jabs at how shitty Hawkeye is. Yeah. You know, I think in the, in the beginning, one of, them, one of the other Avengers said, like, oh, yeah, pretending that you're an integral part of this team is what keeps this team together. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, even at the end, Hawkeye was like, yeah, seriously, none of this shit makes sense. You know, the, we're fighting robots in a, you know, flying city, and I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> it's like, yes, perfect. You know, Hawkeye needs to retire now, because there's no way that he can improve on this performance. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty happy about that. And then, um, yeah, I don't know, do you watch, uh... Do you watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, Danielle does, but oh. I don't. What the fuck? Yeah. You're, okay, your girlfriend watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but you do not. I just, she kind of watched it without me, and I just kind of said, well, eh, I'll watch it at some point. And then, well, now yeah. you're missing significant plot points from the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know. Yeah. You know, they, uh... I don't know how much you're aware of it, but, you know, in the last season, they had a tie-in with the Captain America movie, mm. where, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., everybody's, you know, it was a really shitty show before Captain America came out, and then Captain America came out, big revelation, Hydra's still a thing, and then suddenly Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was about them battling Hydra, and the show got good. So, See, I've, I've missed a lot of the Marvel Universe, like, I haven't seen either Captain America movie. 
Oh, dude, uh, skip the first one because it's just a goddamn montage of Captain America. <laughs> uh, you know, just go into the second one. The second one is fantastic. And then I saw Thor 2, but not Thor 1. Same thing. Thor, Thor 1, <laughs> not important. The basic understanding of the character is he is worthy of holding that hammer. And then yeah. I missed the, the the Hawkeye movie. I didn't see that, that one. That was Thor 1. He was <laughs> in the background for a while. Uh, they did not say his name. He, the whole thing was Jeremy Renner in a... In a like in a fucking cherry picker with his bow trained on Thor. Like, you want me to take him down? You want me to take him down? This guy's pretty strong. <laughs> no, you don't want me to do it? All right, fuck it. I won't do it. Like, <laughs> that, that was the world's introduction to Hawkeye. <laughs> I think I've seen the rest. I, I can't remember now. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that didn't really factor into this particular caper. <laughs> well, you know... Besides feel- the big purple fucking chin man yeah and they and they uh, um and, oh. and they talk about the infinity stones a little bit in guardians of the galaxy right like they've i don't think they've ever said the phrase infinity stone in any of the other marvel movies yeah which also <laughs> you know it begs the question at the end the you know they're doing their fucking you know set up for the next few movies and thor's just walking around he's like yes we've uh you know i figured these infinity stones are pretty important Four Infinity Stones have turned up recently, so we should probably watch out. (laughs) And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And, you know, somebody brought it up to me. I I hadn't even thought about it because I'm just a fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe dork now. But (laughs) nobody knows about the fourth Infinity Stone. Guardians of the Galaxy never fucking communicated with any of these people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now I'm a guy that complains about plot holes in Marvel movies. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I guess Thor's just been hanging out behind people's backs, like going and hanging with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're like, oh yeah, we got a purple stone that let us kill somebody. It's pretty fucking cool. And so Thor's <laughs> like, nobody will be surprised when I drop this bit of knowledge at the end of the movie. I can imagine that Thor is hanging out with Howard the Duck and learning all this info Howard the Duck's not in the Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Spoiler alert for the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But yeah, no, uh, where were we going with that? I don't remember. Something about, you know. I don't know. How ridiculous these movies are and how awesome they are. Infinity Stones and oh yeah, and how you don't need to have seen the rest of these movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, and how and how Agents of Shield ties into these movies. So yeah, that was the thing. The big revelation on on Captain America two was Hydra, and so then that that starts becoming a thing on Agents of Shield, and the show actually got good. And so then this year they just did like a big tie in with this movie, and I didn't watch the episode of the show before going and seeing the movie because I didn't fucking care really. But then seeing the movie and then going back and watching the episode, their big tie-in was that in the episode before, they hack somebody's computer and find the location of Loki's scepter, and that's why the Avengers are just jumping right into the action at the beginning of the movie. Mm. That's the big thing. I just want to point out, you know, so I can see John on video right now, and this is an audio podcast, but John keeps talking with his hands. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you had your hand while you're talking, your hand passed between you and the microphone, and you could like hear it. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So like, an FYI, there. Like a whoosh. No, 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 no. It was like your volume changed. It was like 
I'm John. I'm talking. Hey, I'm John. I'm talking now. Hey, I'm John. I'm talking. Like it was. See, yeah. these are the things that we have to figure out. You know, I just uh, you know, don't talk with your hand over the microphone. <laughs> I will make a note of that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, Agents of Shield, pretty okay. Avengers two, very good, and uh, yeah, Agents of Shield at this point probably not worth jumping into. Unless, I mean, seriously, you should just jump into it where it is, because, like, the first three quarters of the first season straight up sucks. Mm. And then once they, you know, factor Hydra in, actually the show gets good. But, I don't know, man, do your thing. Let your girlfriend have something nerdy that only she has. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she likes being the big nerd in the family. (laughs) You know, definitely by watching one Marvel show. That makes her a bigger nerd than you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah anything else about uh, Age of Ultron besides uh, I don't know anything that stuck out as being particularly great or odd about the movie no uh, I was thrown off because um, I don't think they ever said the Vision's name during the movie right no everybody just, just <laughs> everybody as soon as they saw him said that like oh yeah I had a vision or like oh you were kind of you got some vision yeah like, you know Thor apparently was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I saw this pink and green man in a vision. Ah. It's like, oh, okay, fuck it. Yeah, you're, we'll just, you know, we're not going to call you naked Paul Bettany android. <laughs> Let's just call you the vision. Why not? Yeah. And then never actually refer to you by name. You want to go fight Ultron? It's going to be fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love when he just... Uh, so we definitely have to put a thing on the site saying, like, hey, if you haven't seen Age of Ultron yet, you probably shouldn't listen. Oh, yeah, but, full spoilers for Age of Ultron. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but I love when he just casually hands Thor his hammer. <laughs> no, that was fucking awesome. And, yeah, you know, another part of, like, you know, going to the movie on the weekend and having a full crowd, everybody fucking gasp at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <gasps> and, like, some woman behind me is like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's that's funny. he's worthy, is, all right. Like that's definitely my, worth my saying. Oh shit! In the middle like, of a theater, <laughs> my audience was. Oh, can you hear that? You hear the there's tornado sirens going off right now. No, I can't hear that. That's fucking great. Are you okay? I think so. Let do you me, need uh, to do you need to hide? No. Hold on, I'm pulling up my radar app right now. Yeah, radar. do that. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, the vision casually lifting Thor's hammer was uh, pretty great. I also liked the scene where everybody's trying to lift it, and like Captain America almost moved it. Yeah. Uh, That was pretty great. Thor gets concerned for like that half second. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, I don't know, the the, the movie was pretty good, it was just kind of, I don't know, it's it's almost like it was just, I can't remember much of it, (laughs) like... Why they were doing the things they were doing besides just stopping giant robot. It's like, why'd they go to that shipyard with fucking Gollum selling metal? Because <laughs> uh, I guess he was going to sell metal to a robot. And they had to cut him off. Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I thought the ending, full spoilers for the ending, uh, <laughs> you know, was fairly... You know, like, in the moment, I was like, yeah, go Avengers! <laughs> As I had a moment to think about it, I'm like, man, that was actually kind of like the lamest possible ending. Like, you know, Thor dips out, you know, Iron Man, he's, you know, doing his own thing. You know, the Hulk's been gone, fly- you know, he's leaving on a jet plane for quite some time. <laughs> and then, like, Captain America's just like, yeah, you guys ready to hang and do, you know, this is, 
Avengers training facility and it just shows all the guys they's left with and it's like <laughs> I don't right, think so Vision needs training. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. But you know, they got a fucking elaborate military facility and people like jogging around, so yeah, fuck it. Um but you know, it just pans out and it's you know, the B cast of Avengers. It's War Machine, the Falcon, the Vision, Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Johansson, double Scarlet action. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like okay. Well, Captain America's left with a pretty underwhelming team of people. Like, you know, the Falcon didn't even like show up to the battle at any point. He yeah, really, no. you know, would the Falcon have factored into a battle on a flying city? Well, can he fly? I think so. Well, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> so logically, he could have shown up. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, he just sat it out and then showed up to the Avengers facility at the end. It's like, yeah, man, I'm ready. Yeah. So, the good thing is Captain America's left with, you know, all of the black Avengers. I'm glad there are more black Avengers. Mm. You know, War Machine and Falcon, I'm in favor of that. But then, you know, I don't know, everybody else is just kind of spread out and doing their thing. And nobody's even met the Guardians of the Galaxy yet, so where are we going from here? I don't know. We'll find out. Exactly. So an uh, FYI on tornado sirens is uh, yeah, when you activate them, you activate them for the whole county. Oh, so some guy saw a tornado like by his farm and yeah, well, freaked out the entire county. No, it's not like some guy just saw a tornado. And, like, it's not, like everybody it's not like has these, like a life alert button. Like, yeah, you have these like you have you know you know on college campuses you have those like emergency buttons you can hit. You have like yeah, those all I, over I, the state. I thought maybe that's what you were talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's in the southeast part of the county, and I'm in the middle of the county, so I'm okay. Oh, good. Fuck the southeast part of the county anyway. Yeah, right? What's down there? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I guarantee you, you don't know what's down there. You have no reason to have been there. <laughs> so, yeah, so, anyway. FYI to the listeners, I live in Oklahoma City. Uh, in the middle oh, yeah. of Tornado Alley. Spoiler alert, John Regan <laughs> lives in Oklahoma City. <laughs> you know, definitely should have said that up front, because otherwise all this tornado yeah, siren I'm, talk. I'm so sorry for not mentioning that before. Yeah, you know, I kind of glossed over our origin story here. <laughs> so, we're not going to do it right now, because it's the middle of the podcast, and that wouldn't make any sense. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, so uh, besides going and seeing that movie this weekend, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's the haps in OKC, man? You guys do some... Uh, Guys, do some trivia. Been you, kicking uh... ass at bar trivia. Wait, what? Um, we've been kicking ass at bar trivia. Nice. Yeah, this week we um, going into the final round, we were in first, and that was pretty sweet. Sweet. But then the final round is a uh, like you wager points, uh, and we didn't know it, so we wagered zero points, and, and a, then you know somebody else points. kicked your ass. Yeah. Yeah, so we wound up coming in fourth, which sucks because like, damn, dude, that's yeah. a pretty serious tumble. Yeah, third, third and up wins prizes, right? So I was like, oh, like, hmm. you know, third place is like twenty dollars of bar money. That's like, you know, seven PBRs. Yeah, that's you know totally worthwhile. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you guys uh, come up with like awesome team names for that bar trivia. Yeah, so we have a running theme um, of that Netflix show, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I have not seen that because I don't care for the lead actress. Oh, Ellie Kemper. Yeah. Yeah. 
mainly, be, mainly, and only actually because of her role on The Office. Okay, and and on Kimmy Schmidt, she's basically just Aaron again. Yeah. Oh fuck! You just totally <laughs> unsold me on the show. I know. Like I was gonna consider trying to get Whitney to like watch it. And maybe we'd get into it because I've heard it's actually pretty good. But no, nope, uh, that's 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 an impossible it, sell. Yeah, it is pretty good. But yeah, the two main problems is that it's it's Aaron, and then also Jane Krakowski is playing Jenna Maroney again. Uh, you know, basically, huh. you know, same character. Yeah, I heard um, it's uh, that Tina Fey's involved somehow. So yeah, she's a producer or writer. I forget. Great. So anyway, yeah, so that, you know, whatever. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is uh, the basis for your team name. Yeah, because the theme song is, you know, is, uh, you know those auto-tune the news guys? I've seen it. Yeah, Yeah, so they did the theme song for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So the theme song is really sweet. It's like, Unbreakable, they're alive, damn it! You know, ball, whatever. And um, and so our our team names, it's like, it's meant to be sung to the theme of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have like unrakeable. These leaves are wet as hell, which isn't very good. Uh, but there's unfakeable. These boobs are real as hell. Um, unsnakeable. This drain is clogged as hell. That's I a like good it. one. So yeah. uh, just anything that rhymes with you know unakeable. You just yeah. put in the, you know unblankable and just and go then from these there. blank or whatever or something. Nice. <laughs> that is uh, reminiscent of that Twitter thing we did a while back where we just kept on altering the title of Daredevil. Yeah! Yeah, you know, that really got out of control fast. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, just, you know, f- you know, search for Daredevil, the man without fear, and then, <laughs> you know, come up with a concept for a Daredevil series for a different word than fear. It has to rhyme with fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it was an entire day's worth of hot nonsense on Twitter. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like at some point David got annoyed by it, but maybe not. I don't know. I feel like at some point David gets annoyed by nearly everything that we do on Twitter. <laughs> you know, um, which I don't you know, think he realizes that's what encourages us to do it. Right? I, I don't think he realizes that you know we love him and we yeah. like interacting with him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, you like, know. We just you know. I think he legitimately got irritated today when I, you know, applauded him for having his 3,000th tweet. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> if this were baseball and tweets were hits, yeah. they would be calling for David to be put in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, I don't have that many tweets. No, I don't. I don't think. Huh? I probably don't. Uh, though it's kind of funny, I've realized that, you know, I, I, use, the, I use Twitter pretty much strictly as a platform to commu- communicate with you and David. Like, if you go to that Tweet Tales website, I'm pretty sure that, you know, two-thirds of my tweets mention you or him. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so maybe that's why you get irritated. Maybe that's the only <laughs> thing I do with Twitter is <laughs> it's fuck a, with David. It's hassle. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, yeah, David gets, uh, seems to get irritated with most of the things that we do on Twitter. Yeah. At least regarding him. But, uh. Yeah. But so. it comes from a place of love. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying, man. You yeah. Know, you know, I don't think any of either of us have ever been like hateful. No. And, you, you know, know, if we didn't, if we didn't give a shit, then we wouldn't be responding to them. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty so, sweet. Well, you better be listening to this, David. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because you're going to be on this podcast yeah. one day. Someday. So. 
you know, be ready. Okay, actually, yeah, I just ran the, the Tweet Tales thing. Uh, they do a word cloud of your favorite words. Apparently, my favorite <laughs> word is Smash, followed by Games. And now third place is Daredevil. <laughs> so, that one day of making Daredevil jokes on Twitter jumped Daredevil into the top, like, three of my most mentioned things on Twitter. So, that's uh, that's kind of shit we've been doing lately. And yeah, and sure enough, I have just over 800 tweets, and 527 of them have mentioned David at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and my most used hashtag is a gorilla. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy to know these things. I should I should use more hashtags. Man, I'm trying to. I'm going through just trying to find these uh, Daredevil tweets, but yeah. Hmm. Don't worry about it. It's not a uh, not terribly relevant at the moment. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, I think you guys need to just you know, if you've run out of unbreakable puns, then you know, you just gotta move on to the daredevil thing. You've got a you mm. know, serious ca- cachet of yeah, usable I got team a, names. I got a trove. I can just dig through and what? I have a trove of team names. I can just dig through. I can just go through you and me's tweets and yeah, uh, yeah team names exactly. Ooh, not too bad. You know, it's been a while since I've done bar trivia, but you know, we always had a tendency to just do you know, we went to one of those bars where they give you the award for best team name or whatever and you know, like some people like they would just tell like they would write elaborate jokes for their team name and I'm like like do you have to write that every time you turn in your answer? <laughs> Cuz it's like a 5 minute joke. <laughs> yeah. And like in response to that, the only topical and funny thing I ever like really came up with Back when that South African runner killed his, you know, girlfriend, you know, got a serious ooh from the crowd for making a joke about Oscar Pistorius, you know, but, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to come up with a coherent theme and continue to dip into that. Also got a big ooh from the crowd when one of my buddies suggested we name our team Sanda Skeet 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 right after the Penn State sex scandal. That went, uh, that went over really well. So yeah, that's <laughs> a uh, caliber of uh, team name we were able to come up with. I it's like I have these ideas that I think are really funny for team names. Um, oh. Like instead of a team name, just write an email address. Like you don't understand what's going on. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that you know that's almost funnier than these horrifying jokes that for some reason we felt compelled to make. Yeah, or like put in a food order. team name 30 wings hot garlic (laughs) what (laughs) Uh, that actually uh, yeah you should look into that (laughs) yeah so anyway um, yeah what else was we were going to talk about here Uh, Google Google Keep oh yeah Google Keep the uh, sticky notes for Google program that we've used to uh Keep group sticky notes. Uh, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Or at least was when I was at work today. Because work was remarkably boring. So this seemed ultimately, like, ultra fascinating. <laughs> yeah, was, did you just, by the way, did you just check off topics on here? I did. Nice. Yeah, uh, are you yeah. watching it? <laughs> so it was checked. Yeah, exactly. I see we went through Avengers, uh, Bar Trivia, and House of Strong Society. 
holy crap, I can see you typing, I can see you typing, this is awesome. Which leads into the discussion of how odd Google Keep is. You know, it's sticky notes where you can share them with people and then watch each other type on them. Yeah, it's awesome. while I was at work this afternoon, was the most fascinating fucking thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the whole segment. No. That is the entire segment on Google Keep. Pups of Chili Town Chief Pigum Podcast brought to you by Google Keep. <laughs> if you can come up with a reason why this program is called Google Keep, send it to us at podcast at bakeamawaytoys.com. Because we can't figure out why it's called Keep. <laughs> um, and then, now yeah, so, I have to make that email address. So, Oh yeah, uh, don't email that until uh, we give you the go ahead. <laughs> it's like it's like a post dated check. Don't uh don't cash that check till the year one million. Just go for it, and you know, it'll either fail or it won't. Exactly. So if we ever read something on the air from an email that we get at the podcast email address, you'll know because you'll be the one person that emailed us. But yeah, so um, besides uh besides the weekend of uh Avengers: Age of Ultron, there was a bunch of other sports shit going on. And I know you're a huge sports fan because the biggest, I, yeah, exactly. I, I watched all say the because sports because I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a uh, you know couple of a uh, couple of big things. NFL draft took place over the weekend. Golf, being in golf, Tallahassee, golf's a I sport. Am, uh, you know, I'm a big Seminole fan, and I was happy to see my man Jameis Winston get picked uh, first overall. Mm. You know, I've uh, I I really. Really hope that time doesn't turn out, like, doesn't make a fool out of me for defending that guy in the face of all those rape accusations. Like, I'm really in that guy's corner, and it could really backfire on me at some point. One of the team names at Trivia this week was, uh, Jameis Winston has crabs. Ah, I've heard a million of them, man. I live in fucking Tallahassee. (laughs) Yeah. And plus, he's finally gotten out in front of it. I mean, he got drafted first overall. He puts on his Tampa Bay Bucks hat. His Tampa Bay Bucks jersey, and then he goes inside and takes a picture with a giant platter of cra- uh, crab legs. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> he's past the point of giving a shit what people think. Yeah. Which is good because you know you got to have a thick skin to play quarterback and be black in the South. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, yeah. So the NFL draft happened. There was a boxing match that I was very disappointed that I actually contributed money towards. Oh. Did you watch that boxing match? No, but what everybody told me was, like, Johnny should be glad he didn't spend any money on it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad that I found a way to spend less money on it, because I was trying to go to a bar and watch it, and every bar in town was charging 25 to $30 admission. Jeez. You know, it's only fucking $100 on pay-per-view. Don't you want to do something to get me to want to go to your bar? Yeah. Like, charge $10 admission, and then I'll buy some beers. Yeah. No, they wanted thirty or you know twenty five or thirty dollars admission, and then me to buy some beers. That's no. that's that th- that that's usually like my whole going out for a night budget, right? Like that's how exactly. much I'm going to spend on booze, you know? Yeah. So you know, smart old me get together with five guys at you know my buddy's house. Each of us throw in fifteen or twenty bucks on the you know on the fight, and then you know everybody bring over a six pack or some tall boys, and sure enough, we did that. And then sure enough, the fight sucked. So, you know, that was great. I, you know, I fucking love, uh, you know, I listen to a little bit of ESPN radio here and there at work, things like that. And, you know, they're hyping up this fight. They're talking about the fight of the century. 
Floyd Mayweather might finally go down and lose to Manny Pacquiao and how everything's great. And then the fight happens. It's over after 12 rounds with no knockouts. Floyd Mayweather does a lot of mugging to the camera. And then, you know, we're all pissed off that we spent $100. And then the next day on, like, ESPN Radio, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we warned you. This is what we told you was going to happen. Floyd Mayweather, he's a defensive guy. He's, I'm like, that's not what you fucking said was going to happen. <laughs> you told me it was going to be the fight of the century, man. You guys sold me on this. And then they're like, yeah, buyer beware. Bah, 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 bah. Like, <laughs> Can you make that sound <laughs> <Yeah>. again? <laughs> buyer beware. <laughs> 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 That's our it's the most ridiculous shit possible it's like you know seriously they were selling everybody on this fight and then afterwards like yeah we always said that you know there probably wouldn't be a knockout and if you were expecting a knockout then you don't understand Floyd Mayweather's boxing and I'm like you never once said that in the lead up to this fight <laughs> you know they literally said it was the fight of the century <laughs> but yeah whatever fuck mm. boxing um, besides Mike Tyson's punch out Mike Tyson's punch out is great yes um, but yeah, and then, uh, yeah, some, uh, and then, yeah, the Kentucky Derby happened. Um, and that's, uh, I don't know, something that for some reason I always try to get into each year, but it's like, cause I mean, really it takes like five minutes to watch. It's, you know, it's a horse race and, you know, I like watching horses run fast apparently cause I keep going back and watching it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually the best thing that happened from this year's Kentucky Derby was that Tom Brady doing a Patriots quarterback, he was hanging out there, and he's just like, you know, they show him in the crowd, he's just like hamming it up, having a good time, probably drinking a shitload of mint juleps. <laughs> and then uh, later on that night, Tom Brady's at the Floyd Mayweather fight in Las Vegas. <laughs> and it's pretty clear that Tom Brady was just getting fucking wrecked all day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, and took a private jet from Kentucky to Vegas and then went to this fight. And they, they interviewed him on air, and he held it together pretty well, but I'm just like, man... This really makes me want to be Tom Brady. <laughs> Nothing else ever made me want to be Tom Brady. Not the handsomeness, not the supermodel wife, not winning all the Super Bowls. Definitely being able to take a private jet from the Kentucky Derby to the boxing match of the century. That's what finally sold me on the Tom Brady lifestyle. But, uh, yeah. Uh, um, another sport this weekend. Uh, um, the 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 World Golf Championships uh, match play tournament. Oh shit! Happened this weekend. Love it. Match play tournament is actually pretty cool because that's the no, one... it's awesome because yeah. it's like he it's head to head golf. It's something that literally doesn't really happen. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the only event on the regular PGA Tour schedule that's like that. Yeah, who won? Um, uh, oh shit! Did Roy McIlroy win? Yeah, Roy McIlroy won. Ah, nice. So he's still number one in the world. Still the man. As he was before. He's getting chased by that new little kid from Texas. Yeah. The master's Spieth. kid. Spieth. Yeah. yeah I remember a... uh, when he, like, I was working for the tour when he won um, a nationwide tour event as an amateur, which is, like, unheard of. Like, you don't win a tour. You know, you show up as an amateur, maybe you do okay. You don't win it. And what's interesting is when you play as an amateur, you can't get paid. So... <laughs> Like, there's all these pros getting paid, and then he wins and, like, doesn't get any money, but he won. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, he was, like, 16. But doesn't he, get like a, doesn't he get, like, a pro card or something? Like, now he can make money? Um, so what'll happen is, I think the way you turn pro is you say, hey, I'm pro now. <laughs> like, I oh. think that's really all it is. Probably have to start paying entry fees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the entry fee price structure is different. Um, 
you know, but so like once you do something like that, typically you'll get sponsored, you know, somebody will pay your entry fees for you. You know what I mean? Mm, right, exactly. Yeah. That's, I think entirely the point of sponsorships is travel and entry fees. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes, uh, so there's a whole like hierarchy of uh, who gets to play in golf tournaments. Like there's a whole um, uh, system for determining who's eligible. Yeah. And typically there'll be like two to four spots reserved for. Uh, what they call sponsors exemption, meaning the sponsor Ooh. of the tournament could just say like, "Hey, we want so and so to play," and it like nothing else matters. You know, they just get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's typically like, like you'll you'll go kick ass at something, and then a sponsor of a tournament will be like, "We want this kid," and they get him in, and then he wins, right. and then yeah, becomes famous. <sighs> Those golfers really have the life, man. Like you know. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've been somewhat of a golf fan for quite some time. Uh, my mother actually worked for a PGA Tour golf pro back when we were living in St. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, cool dude. Vijay Singh, the only golfer ever from Fiji. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we kept up with golf for a little while there. And then I told my mom, you know, a few weeks ago, I'm like, hey, Masters is coming on. She's like, ooh. <laughs> and she hadn't watched it in years. And like, we hung out and watched it together. And it was hilarious just because my mom gets so into sports. She is like the perfect fan for things. She just gets caught up. They have the, the stories for all the people that are, you know, playing in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then the main thing with the Masters, since my mother's a gardener and she's from, you know, the South, she loves azaleas (laughs) and man they couldn't show a shot of that tournament without there being an azalea bush somewhere on the course and my mother commenting on how perfect the azaleas were on you know the augusta national golf course so you know i'm getting this weird combination of like her screaming and pumping her fist for jordan spieth because she loves the kid because he went to a jesuit high school and then (laughs) You know, reminiscing about how much she enjoyed working for VJ back in the day, and then how fucking pristine the azaleas are. Well, you know, and then like weeping when the tournament ended <laughs> out of just sheer like just emotional release. Man, wow, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I want that kind of experience. <laughs> like, it's sweet. She, it was. So, I don't feel like, that way about anything. Ugh, <laughs> I can't get that pumped about sports that I even like. No. You know, it was pretty great, you know, a couple years ago when the Knowles won the national championship. I was hugging a lot of people, but, like, dude, she was fucking weeping over the <laughs> Masters. Man. You know, so, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's be... like, so, you know, they show those azaleas, azaleas and you s- assume that they're great, like, all year round. But no, the reality fuck, no, is, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they set them up, like, two days before. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, a couple years ago, it was, like, getting hot too early, so the azaleas were going to bloom before the tournament started. And, like, the guys that managed the course panicked and came up with the idea to, like, ice all the bushes. <laughs> like, they literally had to throw ice over the bushes to keep the azaleas from blooming before the tournament started. And then, uh, yeah, the you know the tournament started, the azaleas bloomed, everybody's fucking happy. But, like, I know all this because my mom is a gardener and loves azaleas and won't stop watching the Masters and weeping at it. <laughs> So. Now, one thing I was dis- uh, disappointed with in the uh, uh, match tournament this year was that um, they changed the format. Like traditionally, it was a, it was like a normal bracket tournament, right? And so right. Ev- every day, like half the guys go home. And the problem with that is that every day half the guys go home, and every day half the people stop watching the tournament, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
Yeah, so if they, you get to the end of the tournament, you don't like McElroy, you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah, you got two guys, <laughs> like, you know. So, they changed it now so that Wednesday through Friday, um, you play in, like, a little pool format where you play three other guys. Um, right. And then you advance from your pool. Um, and that was kind of, it was kind of interesting because then what wound up happening was he had a couple playoffs, like, on Friday. So, you have, like, playoffs in the middle of the tournament, uh, which is not really, you know, that's not ever heard of. Um but sort of the inside scoop is that, you know, this is like the first time the PJ Tour has done a tournament like this. Mm-hmm. And basically, I was talking to some of the guys that still work there. And the whole thing from like a, a computer scoring the tournament perspective was just absolutely bonkers. Hmm. Um, they have a whole process where uh, like to change software during a tournament is like a big deal. Uh, and you have to get all this approval from like way high up and blah, 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 blah. And if you do it more than three times a year, like, they yell at you a bunch. Um, and one guy was like, yeah, John, over this weekend, we've done six changes. <laughs> like, it was something crazy. That and, sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of liked the old, like, have the guys go home every day. You know, like, traditional tournament. Yeah, that's how a tournament's supposed to work. Yeah, instead, like, no, everybody stays until Friday, and then you start cutting people. Yeah. But Whatever. Yeah, you know, golf's been uh, golf's been pretty resistant to change over the years, so <laughs> you know nothing wrong with shaking it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, letting more people stay on the course. Yeah, you know, maybe even let some women play at some point. Um, yeah. no, no, <laughs> we won't have that. <laughs> that was the other fun thing about mom working for uh, VJ. You know, the guy. You know, he's uh, he's from Fiji. He's not you know real well versed on American customs, so you know he's not the most personable guy and he's not got the most progressive attitude towards women he's he's one of the only outspoken uh golfers against women being allowed to like play in i can't really it's either play in a pga tournament or even play on the same golf courses as men like he got weird about that shit so yeah Good times. I mean, if they can let a girl, excuse me, if they can let a woman drive a NASCAR in a NASCAR race, they should let a woman try and compete at golf with men. I'm not saying it would go well, because it's literally a contest of strength. <laughs> but, you know, whatever, fuck it. If they want to compete, let them compete. Well, Michelle, we played in uh, one of the majors. I forget yeah, what. Yeah, the female major. She didn't play in a no, real no, no, no. She's played PGA in a... Tour major. No, she's played in a PGA Tour major. Bull crap. I'm pulling up Wikipedia on my phone right now. You fucking better, man. That sounds to me like bull crap. Let's see. Yeah. So around that time we had a podcast where people listen to us look up facts on our phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. It's you know we'll see who gets there first. Michelle Wee Wiki, Michelle Wee Wikipedia. <laughs> Oh, crap, you can't search for PGA on her page because there's about a million uses of LPGA. Uh, yeah, it's going to be all over the place. Whatever. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that Michelle Wee did not play in a men's major tournament. Let's see. Results timeline. Despite the publicity her appearances garnered, Wee made only one cut in a men's tournament at the rain-shortened 2006 telecom open of the Asian Tour. Hmm. Wee's last appearance in a men's professional event was the 2008 Reno Tahoe Legends Open. Missed the cut by nine strokes. 
Yeah. Oh, suck it, golf boy. She's played it. Okay. Yeah, I see uh, Missed the Cut at the Sony Open in Hawaii. Withdrew from the John Deere Classic. Missed the Cut at the 84 Lumber Classic. Yeah. Missed the Cut at the Sony Open Hawaii again. Missed the Cut at the... Man, okay. Yeah, I mean... So, you know. she's played. She has. Not well. <laughs> yeah. Well, then again, though, better than me, right? I mean, who am I, you know? No, that's the, and that's <laughs> the thing, man. I, I was going to say, like, oh, you know, I always, like, watch this golf, and I'm like, man, these fucking jerks... You know, they get paid so much money to just go and play golf and do their thing. And then, you know, there's less than 500 people in the world that can make money playing golf. Yeah. You know, if those guys, you know, want to make money playing golf, they have to work their fucking asses off. Yeah. Harder than I've ever worked at anything. Yeah. So. And no, I mean, yeah. that's literally their job. Like, Monday they're playing I, exactly. golf. Exactly. And it's, you know. And they're the 500 best people in the world at it, so I don't, I don't begrudge those guys a fucking thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and even the 500 guys, best guys in the world, like, once you get past about 200, you're not making that much money anymore. No, exactly. That's the thing. You're not even <laughs> making money. I, I was saying 500 to factor in, like, women that can make money playing golf. Like, yeah. there's not very many people in the world that can make money playing golf. No. Go look <laughs> up the world golf ranking, okay? Yeah. And then scroll down to number 200. It won. You're going to have no idea who that guy is. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll click his page and be like, oh, he made like 50K last year. Uh, <laughs> like, unless it's John Daly. Yeah. yeah. My man. <laughs> <laughs> I do love John Daly. John Daly is the best. <laughs> He's, you know, just an inspiration to fat alcoholic jerks everywhere. <laughs> there was some tournament where they had a rain delay and he goes into the like hospitality tent and then... He emerges from the tent, you know, to play again, and he sent his caddy home, and, like, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was his caddy for the rest of the round. Uh, fuck which, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic. I just love all the times where he gets frustrated in a tournament and finds a way to disqualify himself. I read about it, you know, they, I, I was having a hard time finding clips of it, but uh, <laughs> there were times when he just gets pissed off. And he literally turns and faces, like, the water and hits all of his golf balls into the water. And therefore, he has no more golf balls and cannot continue. And he goes home. Yeah. So fucking childish and awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Thwack, 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 thwack. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't have any balls. I'm going to take off. Somebody get me a Tom Collins. <laughs> John Daly. Out. And he got he got banned from the tour for like a year because he got arrested for being too drunk at a Hooters. Fuck yeah! <laughs> like, how drunk is that? Can you imagine being a Hooters waitress and John Daly just comes in and gets fucking wrecked? Like <laughs> so wrecked, you have to call the police. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like there's you know at a Hooters you can get Mr. away. Mr. Daly, please, stuff. I don't need any help with my golf swing. Stout <laughs> <laughs> it, sweetheart. It's all in the hips. Now, just you know, let me. I'm trying a little something. I'm John Daly. I won a PGA Tour event once back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, he is the uh, inspiration for one of the best alcoholic drinks there is, though. You know, the Arnold Palmer is, of course, sweet tea and lemonade. The John Daly came about with the invention of sweet tea vodka. And, my God, if you want to get drunk on a summer's day, there is... Almost no better way than mixing sweet tea, vodka, and lemonade and just drinking it straight out of a bottle. Mm. You know, 
John Daly is wonderful for that. <laughs> Thank you, John Daly. Yeah. Can Actually, we re- you know, I mean, really think about it. He, has, uh, he obviously has no... I'm sure he's aware that he's in, you know, he's like the joke, the alcoholic joke of the PGA Tour. But <laughs> I, I say all this like he invented alcoholic Arnold Palmer's, and I don't think he did. <laughs> you know, if he did, that'd be great. <laughs> I like to think of, like, based, to me, John Daly is like, if you took any pro golfer from the 70s and put him in today, that's what John Daly is. Like, no, man, pro golfers in the 70s were classy motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I like to imagine that they were all smoking and drinking, you know. Well, as yeah, much true. As he is. Yeah, a little bit. I guess when the cameras weren't there as much, they probably just did whatever they wanted. Yeah, and yeah. then like John Daly got stuck in a time warp and reemerged <laughs> at, like a time he does not fit in anymore. Exactly. Uh, yeah, John Daly was just you know one of the guys on Mad Men, and then <laughs> fell into a time warp where he became a golfer. It's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just roll with this now. And, yeah, he's basically you know. Don Draper playing golf. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what John Daly. John is. Daly, Don Draper. Dick Whitman, it could be uh, could be a thing. That could be how the series ends. Did that series already end? I don't know. I don't think so. I hope the series ends with Don Draper falling into a vortex and coming out as John Daly. I would watch that. Yeah, if you, yeah. I haven't seen a single episode of Mad Men, but if you told me that's how the show ended, I would watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to see it from start to finish. Yeah. It's like, man, are they dropping hints that he's going to fall into a vortex and become a fat golfer? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're really talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, that would uh, that would make Mad Men watchable if you knew the end game was going to be something enjoyable. As it is, uh, that show is horrifying and depressing. So... Kind of like John Daly. Yeah, there you uh, go. It all comes together. <laughs> Boom, full circle. Hor- <laughs> horrific depression, John Daly. Uh, well, anyways, yeah, so. anyways, John, I should... Uh, I think we're at about 45 minutes of recording now. Oh, let me check on that. Dude, we're at like 57 minutes. Okay, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. My mom keeps trying to call me because she thinks I'm dead. <laughs> what? I, I should really call her back. Man, can we have your mom as a guest on the show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, that would be pretty awesome. I'd be in favor of that. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I guess, uh, you know, we should just go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, John, you got anything that you want to, like, plug or promote or anything besides just our podcast? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> All these things. <laughs> yeah. We're normal guys. We go to work. <laughs> yeah. We don't really create content. This is a pretty experimental situation. I got a blog post coming out soon for uh, Tudor. Sweet. That's about it. Yeah, I've got a series of tweets directed at David coming out. (laughs) That's uh, pretty much the extent of my content generation at the moment on the internet. Um, I guess if you want to get in touch with us or see our blog, you can go to bakehimawaytoys.com. But really, we gotta change that so that it's not just an aggregate of David's blog. Well, no, it'll or, be we'll add the podcast in. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think we just need to make it the fucking podcast webpage because seriously, as mm. it is, it's just everything David even reblogs. Like true, you and I don't blog. No, you know, I mean, you blog, but not nearly enough to appear on the page. Yeah, no, you know, I was like just taking a look at it. Uh, Take a look at it today, and remember what it was, you know. Yeah, it's just things that David blogged from other, you know, other bloggers about. Yeah, I remember um, princesses like, and comics and daily doodles and. 
Yeah, the, I wrote a, in the program, I have a setup so you could, um, like, have, uh, this person has to use a specific, like, hashtag, right? And have it show up. Yeah. And I asked David about that because, and you and everybody, because I want it to be so that, like, you explicitly decide, like, I want this on there, but. Yeah. None of us did that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, it was actually funny, I was scrolling through it, and for some reason there was a bunch of animated pictures of a baseball team manager, and I'm like, why the fuck did David put something up about the Baltimore Orioles manager? And it's like, oh, he's making a point about, like, blackness and what's going on in Baltimore, okay. Uh-huh. For a second, I almost thought David liked sports. <laughs> and that I was gonna, like, just freak the fuck out and, you know, invite him to come record with us. Because I was like, he's come around, finally. You know, he's been <laughs> well, resistant to change this whole time, but he, uh, fuck it. Baseball, it's still kind of a sport. He's in. Well, I mean, we're still going to invite him to record on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. But, you know, it was like, uh, he's clearly reaching out for, you know, to <laughs> He wants to talk to about us. sports now. Yeah, exactly. Dave, you know, David apparently likes sports, you know. So. Just, just like John Harrington and John Regan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love sports. Oh, they're Namely, my favorite. sports in which you have worked. Or sports that take place near my home. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, bakeemawaytoys.com. We need to decide on a final title for this podcast. Uh, uh, so I like Chief Pig'em. Chip, Chief Pig'em is pretty great. Because everything else we've done for some reason has been Chief Wiggum themed. Yeah. So, yeah, I like just, that. It just makes sense. Yeah, but uh, if you've got any better e- uh, ideas, email us. Podcast yeah. at bakeemawaytoys.com. <laughs> Or uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jgangsta187. Or uh, follow John Regan at what? Uh, JP Regan JR. Nice. We That's have JP Regan John Regan. And there's links um, from the uh, on the podcast homepage. Exactly. Yeah. Assuming that the images aren't broken and the text uh, all lines up, <laughs> it's a pretty sweet homepage. Podcast.bakeamawaytoys.com. So uh, anyway, yeah. Interesting first show. I say we uh, we make this a regular occurrence. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's... Uh, Is this part still uh, the that's show? That's it or? for me. Signing off from Tallahassee. Yeah, John Regan signing off from Oklahoma City. Not killed in a tornado. Not tonight, anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> F- fuck Southeast Oklahoma City. <laughs> that's, that's why I that's signed off from Noah. Like, not dead yet. <laughs> exactly. Still not killed in a tornado. <laughs> It's been how many days? (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. I'm hitting stop. Bye, everybody. Bye.